everybody. This is Kicking the Tires. I'm Mason Broughton. I've got with me today Luke. Hey. And our special guest, uh, Potsy. Hey. I guess let's start this off with, uh, what do you got? What do I have? Yes. Uh, as far as an old car, I've got one. It's an old truck. It's a 48 Chevy pickup. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit more about it year and what all you've done to it. Well, I bought it um, probably two years ago. I guess it's been about that long ago. Uh, it was already done. There was a guy down in Kentucky that that's what he did for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, on the side, he, he had a regular job, but he, did, he had built quite a few of them. When I went down there to get that one, um, it was pretty much done running, driving truck. Uh, and it was number 38 of all of them that he had done. And he said he was done and wasn't going to build them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, okay, I got something special. It's this last one. And uh, so I already had my idea in my head. I'm going to go back and I'm going to have pinstriped on it, number 38 or 38 special or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. And uh, so anyway, I got it, got it from him and took it back. And then I um, uh, started doing a few things to it, you know, because, you know, you got to make it your own. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I got it doing a few things to it, I started taking stuff off of it. And then the idea came to me, uh, what am I going to do with all these parts? Well, I just happened to see him on Facebook. And he was, looked like he was building car trucks again. So I called him up and I said, you interested in some of these parts? He said, yeah. So I loaded them up in the back of my other pickup and took them down there to him, sold mm-hmm. them to him. So, uh, but it's a small block 350. Uh, it's a built 350. Um, I just added air conditioning, EFI, carburetor. Um, I put a 700R4 in it. It used to have 350 turbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sits on an S10 frame, sits pretty low, kind of a little bit low, too too low for me. I'm not into that low, low. Uh, I'd like to get up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and um, put a new seat in it, put new fenders on it, and a new grill, a lot of new parts like that on it. But uh, you know what the old saying is, don't you? No, not You're a never bit. done with it till somebody else owns it. Oh, there you go. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. What uh, a good question I would have is is um, what got you into the car show scene? Well, I've been in cars ever since I was 15. Was able to buy my first one, mm-hmm. uh, which happened to be a '54 Chevy, and uh, I worked at a car lot part time, and it was a car lot right across from Jim Ryan Auto Sales. Jim Ryan Auto Sales over in Louisville. You know the Jim Ryan guy? No, I've actually, that, I, I've, I've never crossed, oh, I've hardly crossed the was, bridge. He was the famous Jim Ryan Auto Sales. You had to go see him. He was a smiling Irishman. And you'd <laughs> see him on TV. Well, anyway, I worked at this little teeny tiny car lot across the street from me. Yeah. And uh, I washed 50 cars every week and made enough money that summer. That I went and bought my first car. It was 54 Chevy. I paid $125 for it. Man, our generation got something uh, wrong. I know. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. You would have way too many cars if they're that yeah. affordable. You can never have enough. Yeah. That's that's spoke I mean, like a true you, addict. Yeah. No, that, you're, you're back doing then the same. they seemed like they were cheap, but buddy, that took all my whole sum of work to earn. I barely had enough good money to put gas in it the first time I wanted to drive it. So. Well, I mean, that's that's a pretty good thing i mean it's i'm glad you've yep. been in it as long yep. as you have yep yep i've i've had a few car quite a few cars along the way and uh 
you know, a lot of people might think I'm a Chevy man, but I've had them all. I've had mm-hmm. Chevys, I've had Pontiacs, I've had Fords. Uh, so I've had them all, um, and I'm not partial to any. And by being in the car show scene and doing all the stuff that I've done and everything, my idea is I like them all, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what they are. Uh, I mean, I even like the, you know, the new scene with the, whatever all these people are doing with the lowriders or the, the ones that uh, are the uh, the newer cars mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I mean, I like them all, and those people and those guys are just as proud as their car is today as what we was in the, back in the day. Yeah. So, so I got I got a question though, right? Because you're saying you're not partial to any of them, and you had them all, right? Mm-hmm. But if you could have any one over again, which kind would it be? If I could have any one over again, my favorite one was the car that I had my senior year of high school. It was a 64 GTO. Oh, Yo, you got you broke me. my heart. I'm, I'm on it. Heart. I'm I, on it. I've, I'm, I'm like you. I mean, yes, I, I went hard into the Mustangs. But at the end of the day, I love it all. I like going out to, like, Street Rod Nationals and getting right. to take and – See right. the Barracudas out there. Go see the Roadrunners. See all the neat stuff you don't really right. get to see all too often. Yep. He yep. puts up with my weird foreign cars. Yeah, foreign he won't. Cars. He just. Hey, I, I mean, <laughs> to, to me, you know, that, that everybody's as proud of their car as what you was mm-hmm. when you was growing up. The one that you have today, mm-hmm. you know. And then, of course, you know, doing the trophy side of it and all that and everything. I, you know, I try to. I try to help people with car shows and, and lean them toward, you know, well, you need something for these guys or you need yeah. something with these guys. And I think you see that today. Uh, a lot of the car shows have gone to two best of shows. Mm-hmm. Where you do one for the old, one for the new, mm-hmm. where, you know, there was always that squabble, one best of show, and you give it to an old, and all the good new guys are complaining. But the new guys, then, you know, now they get something. So We're almost to a point where we got to do three almost because well, it's, it's getting such a big gap. I got one show I just did this year, did four. Oh, well, they must have broke it up pretty good. But <laughs> They broke it up, yeah. That, that, that leads me into a really good question. I know we've asked a few other people have been on here about this, but, you know, what do you think needs to be done to maybe draw in the younger crowd? Because, like, me and him are rarities in a case. I mean, we got into the somewhat older cars. He's got a 70s Corvette. He's got Fellow the small block. 83 uh Yes, Porsche? 83 Ford Porsche. 944, and then he's got the... Um, the what? 1992. Yeah, the 3000 GT. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just we're kind of... We're, we're a rarity amongst going to the car shows because, I mean, the average age is probably somewhere around in the 50s or up. Well, I think it. you might... Well, probably if you look at average. But uh, I, I think the thing to get the younger, more younger people more into it is is that a lot of people i think that the is the older ones are they're not as open to it mm-hmm. as someone like myself you know but i've 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 kind of made myself that way by by being in the doing the trophies and, and things of that nature but you know i just see the interest that the younger people has in them today, yep. I see that, and I and I say, you know, geez, they're as proud of them as you would, you know. But but I think if 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 the older, the average, what you say, if they was more acceptable yeah. to that, 
um, you would get more. But but I think it's leaning toward that. I think more and more people are doing that, and uh, you know they. I think they're less partial, not so much to what the younger people are driving, but they're more impartial to the ones that are the new ones yeah. that you buy off the showroom. You know, and you mm -hmm. take you buy it one day, take it to a car show the next day, and expect to win, you know, some big award or something with it. I think that's the one that everybody has trouble with. Mm -hmm. Well, I that I, I will agree with you. That's probably one of my biggest struggles yeah. going to like the Mustang uh, and Ford only shows that I go to is I get very frustrated whenever I take and get put in competition right. with my 1965 car exactly. with a car that just rolled off the showroom floor. Exactly. My car is 56, 57 years old. Right. Right. It's not going to be the perfect unless I just took last year and rebuilt right. it and repainted it and did all. I, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yep. But, I mean, I don't mean it in a bad way. That the It, it seems like our generation, which... I'm different. I like the car shows because I like going out and getting judged. I like going to talk to other guys, figure out their cleaning methods, figure out what all they've done to their cars. But it seems like a lot of people, and I don't know which way he sways towards, but they're going more to these cars and coffees. So they're going more to the cruise ends. They don't want the pressure of having to clean exactly. up the car exactly. and be judged. They just want to show up, yep. go around and talk, have yep. a fun time, show off yep. their car, and go home. Yep. I, I like yep. I'm the same mindset. I like talking about my car because it's my car. I put a lot of time and effort into it. But I also like going into what other people do and getting some inspiration from them and asking them for their experience and advice. Because yep. uh, that was something really that really impressed me when I first went to my first car show. Um, just had bought a 1970 Corvette. And I'm like, it wasn't no shape to go to a car show. And it's still not. Uh, but I took it anyway because it sounded like fun. Mm -hmm. And I took it there and everyone was so excited to see me there. Partly because at the time I, w I was pretty young and um, they were all just excited to see me. Like, oh, yes, finally, some young blood coming in here. Yep. And uh, they were all very eager to show advice. And like, oh, if you want this done, talk to this person, talk yep. to that person. Yep. And building up a network of people that enjoy yep. the same stuff yep. you do and are wanting to support each other. I think it's always exactly. nice. I yeah. think we both bought something brand new at that time because you had just gotten your 70 and then I got my 70 at the same time. Because we went to the bumper and bumper show, I think, up on the square. It was on the square, yep. 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 Well, I, I, I think the hard, the hard, really the hard thing is that, um, you know, you, you, you put a lot of work and effort into vehicles, and, and we know because we've done that. Um, but, you know, some people, they don't have the ability to do mm -hmm. that. You know, we don't have the resources of X number of years of experience mm -hmm. of doing it and trying it and failing and, and all of that, and then you don't have somebody that can help you do it with it. And I'm mm -hmm. fortunate that I have a really, really brilliant son that is very, very smart, and he knows just about everything you can know about everything. And, uh, I mean, you know, to have somebody that in your back pocket, yeah, uh, you know, there's nothing that you can't do. But I know there, there's people out there that they have to buy their way into it, mm -hmm. and, and they – enjoy their car just as much as anybody else. But he hit it on the nail on the head. To me, the biggest thing about owning an uh, old car or anything like that is the drive mm -hmm. there, the drive home, and the time there that when you're uh, talking to other people and the camaraderie that you get, the people yep. that you meet, the people that you get to know, uh, that's what it's all about. You know, car shows is a car show, uh, you know, and, and 
you know, for a while, I, that was a big thing for me because that was my business. Yeah. You know, I wanted car shows. I wanted to be able to do them. But, you know, it is leaning more toward everybody's more relaxed at the cruise ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, it's more of a more of a fun atmosphere because everybody's laid back and it's not so uptight, you know, who's going to win this or who's going to win that. So I think we're headed in that direction mm-hmm. uh, because there's not as many car shows today as there used to be. Well, and that, and you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that's the, that is probably the biggest part to me about going to car shows and like going to like the Mustang shows is I can go to people that are more of a wealth of knowledge that, right. you know, they might think, oh, I just, I've got some basics. But to me, that's the, that's the holy grail. That's something I didn't know how to do. Right. And I might have sat there and just like, I had my uncle help me take and replace my first set of drum brakes on that little 65 I had. And, you know, he did the School of Hard Knocks version where he'd tell you how to do it once, and then you'd sit there and be like, well, can you help me again? No, I told you once. Should have listened I want to see you do it because if you learn how to do it, you struggle. You bust your knuckles. You get frustrated. You're going to have an appreciation for what you do. And I loved that. And, you know, it's it's just like that with these guys now at the car shows. They You tell them that, oh, I had to – go underneath the steering column and have to change my ignition. Well, they might say, well, I've done that before too, but here's an easier way to right. get exactly. to it. Exactly. And it, yeah. that's the big thing to me about car shows, and that's why I'd recommend them to anybody going into the old stuff. That's I don't right. know how that relays yes. into the newer right now because there's not really too I, many people that are aficionados mm-hmm. on it. But it, I think it's a little different as well because the younger crowd is more likely to, uh, with their friends or by themselves even, and look it up online. And they see someone else do something. If anything is not like it was whenever that person did it, yeah. they get lost. They get confused. Yeah. So that, that might be the biggest advantage of a car show to someone who is doing all this stuff themselves, who does have someone to show them how to do it, yep. is getting feedback on what you're doing. Right. You can mm-hmm. go watch a YouTube video on how to do it, read through comments, and someone had an issue, like, oh, that could, that could do it. Or you can have some person who's done this 20 times like oh yeah, yeah. that's the issue go Take do this instead come here look at this <laughs> he, and it's it's the opposite instead of watching someone else he's watching you and like okay you need to do this and that mm-hmm. fixes your problem so yep hope uh, people it, understand uh, that it's a uh, it's definitely uh it's it's a the great it's a great thing um i would say probably 70 50 to 75 percent of what i've learned over the years has been from other individuals telling me this mm-hmm. or telling me that I say oh yeah a moment you know and yeah i mean that's that's the i always went to the guys like that's how i found fall city because i found like guys like glenn reese and others that they gave me a lot of helpful tips because like whenever i first got into this i sucked at cleaning a car i'm not gonna lie to you i mean i only thing i could do was wash it and i showed up but you know i had guys like glenn that would tell me to take and do the engine bay but work on it over a week don't take and try to do it all tonight let's just pick apart get it cleaned up then make sure you keep your stuff changed up make sure you're checking for leaks stuff it, it, all simple stuff that a young guy like me at 17 kind of had a basic understanding of but it helped having those guys to lead you the right. di- correct direction right yep yep absolutely mm-hmm yep well and i try to think where i want to go with this <laughs> that's gonna yeah I'm, I'm having a trouble I'm well that's the problem you're trying, to, you're trying to think and i'm not sure you're capable of that so maybe <laughs> dial it down a little bit I, I think i'm wanting to transition so 
you say your son's pretty sharp at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he into the show scene the same way you are? Does he does do he, he does a little different? He was. Uh, he's got a '53 Chevy pickup mm-hmm. uh, that when we first went and bought. Well, when we first went and bought it, uh, or we looked at buying it, he kind of walked around it for a while. He was looking for something. He wanted to get into the car show stuff. You know, I had cars. He was wanting to buy one, and. He walked around that car I know fifteen or truck fifteen times and couldn't make up his mind. He kept coming over to me and he'd ask me, "Well, what do you think?" And I said, "Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you don't buy that truck, I'm going to buy it." <laughs> and he went over and he said, "Yeah, I'll take it." <laughs> <laughs> so he bought it and took it home, and uh, we transitioned it. To, uh, he built uh, a three eighty three stroker motor in the garage mm-hmm. by himself and put in it, uh, put a five speed in it. And uh, had it for it was a nice cruiser and everything, and we started going down the Beach Bend Dragway mm-hmm. uh, down there uh, that uh, uh, Holly uh, Hot Rod reunion that they have down there in the spring, and we started going down there, uh, and we would go down and camp and go to the drag strip, and in the campgrounds, I guess the big thing was on Friday and Saturday night was burnout contests. So he wanted to do that. So Are these official contests? Or then the next uh, thing you know, we were driving down the road one day, and he had just put an EF, EFI carburetor on it. In fact, it's the same carburetor I just put on my truck. Uh, and we were riding down the road one day, and he's, we was talking about drag racing, and he said, you know, I really want to do that. And I said, right here, you got a truck? Mm-hmm. So he started drag racing it, as is the 383-stroker, five-speed, and realized he couldn't be competitive. Mm-hmm. So then gradually has changed it and gradually has changed it to where now it's a eight-second truck, mm-hmm. 165-mile-an-hour, but it's a, a blown small block 421 mm-hmm. running on a, a methanol. Mm-hmm. So he's went a big change. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done any of it yourself? Done any of the... Drag racing? I used to drag race down drag strip down in uh, uh, Elizabeth, down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those were the days where, you know, I used to, well, I had the GTO, and uh, I worked at a little gas station. And, uh, you know, during the week I worked at the gas station. And then on Saturday was the big day that we would, a friend of mine would pull our cars in and work on them while we was pumping gas and stuff like that, trying to get it ready for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning we'd get up, throw slicks in the back of the trunk, Head down there, change the tires, race, and hopefully drive back. I like wish I we still earlier, had that culture. Like I said earlier, I know many a times that I broke and had to call Zink and Sons to come mm-hmm. pick me up. And finally it got to be a joke that they was reserving a record back for me. Mm-hmm. Knew it, so I'd be calling them to come and get me. Yeah. Well, I, I wish that culture was still around because that would be – I know that like up at the Salem Airstrip they have some – races for yeah. amateurs and stuff yeah. like that but i wish it was still the old school you showed up at the gas station and yep. you shot the crap with everybody and next thing you know you're going down to the raceway because you and your buddy got in an argument on who's got the better yeah. car yeah well you know and back then i kind of missed back then it was a day that they had classes you mm-hmm. were in a class or whatever but it was whoever got there first one it didn't matter <laughs> it there was no time you had to beat make or nothing or whatever the only thing that could beat you with was red light, yeah. you know, but it was whoever got to the line first. Yeah. Well, nowadays, you know, it's all this game of numbers yeah. where, you know, you see guys and they're 
flying down through there, and all of a sudden it's bap, 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 because they're trying to slow down, you mm-hmm. know, because they're going too fast and they got to try to beat the guy or whatever. And it's, it's just a, to me, it's a game, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I liked it in the old days. Yeah. Whoever got to line first. The old pink slip days. That's it. That's oh, right. It's, it's a, I never did do that. I couldn't afford to do that. <laughs> Somebody wanted to run for pink slips. I said, no, I want my carb too much. <laughs> so do you have any um, insights into the more modern view of it? Obviously, you said your son does it. Does he still do it? And are you? Oh, yeah. No, he he runs the NDRL League. Uh, it's, an, it's a nostalgia drag racing league. Mm-hmm. Um, your car has to be so old. You can't have any new stuff on it. You know, it's got to be all old school stuff and everything. Uh, he runs that league. They run once a month for six, seven months. Uh, Bowling Ring, uh, they run at Bowling Green twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been to St. Louis, Norwalk, Indianapolis. Last weekend, they was at Martin, Michigan. Um, and But it's all, it's all, it's still broke into classes. Like he runs Pro Gas, and in Pro Gas, they've got, uh, probably five different classes within that, and it's all by time. Mm-hmm. You know, either eight, fifth, eight, eight is the fastest, eight second, and an eight fifty class, a nine class, a nine fifty, a ten. So, for yeah. someone who didn't know, what what separates the classes? Is it safety equipment? Is it it's what just, modifications are done to the it's vehicle? It's just your time. Mm-hmm. That that you can. As you get better, you can basically move into a different group. Different, yeah. yeah. You can go faster and faster. I mean, he started out, he was running 14s when he had that 3-3 stroker and 5-speed in it. Mm-hmm. And now he's running 8s, but he's, you know, look what all he's done to it. You know, you've got a small block that's a, a 871 blower on it, mm-hmm. running uh, methanol. And uh, so, you know, but in, even though he runs that class, he, he's, he's got a blower and he'll run cars that's not a blower. Mm-hmm. That maybe is just uh, yeah. two-four set up or something and... Except that there's no nitrous because you can't run nitrous because that's mm-hmm. a new thing. Uh, but you know it's uh, it's it it's really a numbers. It's what number you run, you know. So you know he's been he's been in this iffy mode. He wanted to run the 850 class, but he he's been too fast. So he's trying to slow it down so he can run a nine second class. Yeah. And uh, with that, it's when you run that class, you when you race a guy, you have to run as close to that number as you can. Mm-hmm. To, and still beat them, you know. Basically, so, price is right. Let's not go over. Exactly. <laughs> so you know you can you you can run uh and say you're running uh, eight fifty and you run an eight fifty one. Uh-huh. Well, you could win if you win there first. But if the guy gets there and he's first before you, he could maybe have an eight fifty three, but he beat you to the line first. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with reaction time. You know, mm-hmm. you can gain a lot by being a little faster than him in the reaction. So, like I say, it's a lot of numbers and and that kind of thing, and it's it's, it's too much for me. I have to give major <laughs> props to your son on that because I mean that's that's truly up to driver skill and yeah. knowledge because that's down to figuring out what needs to be done to the motor to get this certain ratio out of it. And what do I need to do on the track, exactly. depending on the temperature? And the, exactly. Because everything changes it. Oh, yeah. You're, if your tires aren't warmed up enough, you're right. going to take and not hook right, and tires, it's going to take you forever. I mean, that's... Tires, tire pressure, uh, your air temperature, uh, moisture. Uh, I mean, it's all that. And he's got a computer, and he could go into the computer and change his timing to be a certain timing when he takes mm-hmm. off at the hit, and then change it to where it changes in the middle of the run to change again at the end of the run. 
you know, to, I mean, it's just amazing that it can do that. He can actually change the timing within the cylinders, mm-hmm. you know, how it fires. I think yeah. we're going to have to get our tech guy to learn how to do that. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here getting a headache right now trying to keep up with the time. And I like that first rule you said, whoever gets there first is the winner. That's exactly. That was the rule at the dinner table. So that was the rule, you know, <laughs> everywhere else in life. You got to the table first. You got the second biggest yeah. piece of chicken. Daddy yeah. got the first biggest piece. Yeah. It, seemed like yeah, it didn't matter when he got to the table, right? It was, yeah, he no. always got the biggest piece. Yeah, yeah. He owned the track. <laughs> he owned the track. So he got whatever he wanted. So. Yeah. Well, I know he's he's told me he's got interest in going into like the autocross, autocross, right? yeah, and yeah. Uh, autocross and time attack, where yeah. you're the only one on there at one given time, but it's all it's all time based, like you said, based. but it's um, it's a lot more of the driver's skill, and I'm not a big yeah. fan of uh, super heavy cars that only go straight, and I do have a massive respect for the ability just to handle those cars, how much power they have, exactly. and the immediate you know take off so quick, but. I like the more, I guess, road course esque races. Then, yep. yep. Uh, the uh, the road that road course, and some call them Jimmy Connors, some call them Autocross, mm-hmm. uh, but that's uh, been big with the nationals over there. They have that mm-hmm. one over there. Uh, we've got a good friend of ours that uh, kind of hangs with a little group that I run run around with, uh, which is his Christian Cruisers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he kind of runs around with us. He's got a. a 46 or 47 Chevy pickup and he runs autocross over and for the first two three years they had that he'd won every year Mm -hmm. and it's he's really nice truck and fast but he drives it every day on the street he comes to cruise ins and stuff and uh my wife marcita she uh she's big in a riding part of it and Mm -hmm. we went over there one year i don't know how many times she rode with him but when he wasn't running, she rode with another guy in a Mustang. When he wasn't running, she rode with another guy <laughs> in a Camaro. Slowing she was down, just right? like, whatever one somebody got out, she was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She loves it. Uh, that, I tried that out. Well, I wanted to try. I didn't actually get to. But when I went to a auction up in Indianapolis for Meekum, they had one of those type of events out yeah. there where they had the brand-new Challengers and Chargers. Yep. Only thing I thought was, man, I'm gonna get whiplash and ain't gonna be able to drive in the morning. I better not do this. <laughs> I think it's also a generational thing as far as what races are more popular because I, I see a whole lot more people my age doing the autocross yep. and stuff like that. Yep. And that may be a variety of factors, but it's not always about power. And you can be in a less expensive car with less power and it could come down to skill. You can make up a lot more gap in that skill. Right. right. It's kind of funny you say that because uh, we were, uh, uh, they had one of those up at uh, Norwalk at the drag strip. They had a, that, that particular drag race had uh, nostalgia drag racing, but there was also a big car show. They probably had 2,500 cars, 3,000 cars uh, there. Uh, and then they had an autocross. And there was an autocross, that autocross there, they had, I seen a guy come in in a 55 Chevy pickup. Mm-hmm. No, it's a 55 Chevy car, four door, and he still had he had a U-Haul box, one of those U-Haul boxes, moving boxes <laughs> up on top of it. He ran the autocross. He did pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, well, we usually try to wrap up with a, a pretty good question because it makes everybody think. Right. Last episode's guy actually kind of stunned all of us because none of us even thought about it. 
for the first time. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil I'm not, it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying a word. But if if money is no object, say you won the lottery tomorrow, what kind of car would you go out and buy? Like, what's the dream car that you've either always wanted or if you could afford to build it, just put it all together? Well, I wouldn't buy one that I had put together, but I'd buy a 64 GTO. There you go. Go back to the old school. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. Well, that I that's an awesome answer in my opinion. We've got we got a lot of people that want to go back to their yep. original cars that they had, but I really appreciate you coming on and doing this. It's been a great here. thing. Hey, I just want to tell you now, Ernie don't have one up on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Now he's gonna to want to come back on again. <laughs> we gotta be careful. He's gonna to have to be another host again. But uh, we appreciate you coming on. Okay. We appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, you so got is something? This, well, I'm just wondering, is this the start of the, of the uh, Kicking the Tires uh, podcast wars? Because nah. now you said Ernie. the most, yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, I, we don't, I don't know. We might, we might have to have some new guest appearances again or something. All right. But, uh, no, we, we appreciate you coming on. And the, this is – Thank you for asking me. Yeah. This, is, uh, this has been Kicking the Tires.